Anime and friendship power. Anime and friendship. Anime and friendship power. Anime and friendship. Baby Jesus. Yay! And New Year's. Obon and New Year's is good enough for me. Welcome uh, to Anime and Friendship Hour, the most festive podcast in the whole podcast first. Don't look, listen to other podcasts and try to prove us wrong. That's, no, no. Don't do that. Don't no. check our work. We're, per, we're up for top five festive. Easily. Top. Oh, my God. TFF. On the list of podcasts you didn't know about before you started listening to, <laughs> we're like way up there. Anyways, welcome to Anime Friendship Hour, the holiday podcast about anime and friendship and the season of giving and light. That's true. It's right. We're back. We've had a couple of holiday-themed episodes so far. Oh, yeah. This will be this year's version. Yeah. Last year, we had the live episode, episode 50. Dante My Santa. Check that one out. And then Loved the year before it. that, we had uh, the one with Jesus and Buddha in it. I don't remember. It was oh, so long ago. right. Uh, was- St. Young Men. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna run out of holiday shit. There's not that many. <laughs> you only need one a year, or in this case, two. Yeah. So, who is this holiday creature you're listening to right now? It's me, Courtney Magleby. Hey. I gotta put this down. It's gonna drive me insane. I'm holding a cat toy <laughs> right now. Now, who? What? What am I looking at? What this? This winter apparition in front of me. I'm Cody Robson, the co-host, and I don't have a holiday implement, so I'm I'm really leaning on you. I okay. <laughs> that wasn't meant to hit your laptop. <laughs> I think it'll survive definitely not a cat toy that we found on the ground <laughs> is that how you guys found it no I, I just mean it was on the ground oh okay i hope not it looks raggedy like i busy. mean it could have been found on the ground but who would do that except for me <laughs> is that the ghost of check-ins past You're right. I always forget in the Christmas Carol, the first ghost was just his friend, and then the three ghosts come later. So there are technically four ghosts. Yeah. It's like the Frankenstein's monster care, like like uh, correction that people will give you shit over about the Mar- the, the Christmas Carol. So good, good job checking in. Speaking of correction. <laughs> oh, no. Real-time fact check from Amy. Already? <laughs> this is the earliest <laughs> fact check we've had. I know. It's a handmade cat toy from Colorado with real sleigh bells. Okay. And it used to have duck feathers on it. This is... Oh, that does look like it used to be feathers. Yeah, this is really high class now that I know all that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we know why what our Christmas implement is origin it's story. Really, it's really a, a, a family heirloom when you think about it. It is. It absolutely is. I do fear that we've cut off our resident check-in uh, mascot. Oh. Yeah, you put so much effort into those chains in the nightgown, a little nightcap, a little nightcappy. Looks very professional. Way more effort than we put in. <laughs> I feel like this is a conversation for another time, but I want, I want you to feel heard. I want you to feel heard. <laughs> I think he's motioning for you to start the check-in, Cody. Mm. So check-ins. This holiday Did season. Did we even say who we were talking to? We were talking to Check-in China, the check-in chicken, which mm-hmm. is how we start every show with the first segment, check-ins. First segment, check-ins. Um, all of our segments are, are uh, run have- administratively by <laughs> avians who live in our studio. Yes. And this is the first of many. <laughs> I'd encourage you to go back and listen to other episodes for this to make sense. I'm not going to explain it to you now. 
Um, so we like in. to have fun. <laughs> That's what I'll say. I don't have a super good check-in. I've been on vacation for like two weeks, and I am devolving <sighs> to a real piece of crap. Like, I got in my car the other day, and I was like, mm. driving. Do I remember how to do this? <laughs> Basic facilities are shutting down in my life. It's been wonderful. <laughs> I've been on Twitch too much. This I've, is uh, what retirement... When you retire at 36, oh this is what it's going to be like. Uh, a, a hashtag blessed, hopefully. I don't know. I, I could do more, but it's been fun. I've been, I've been, mm-hmm. We've been spending time. A uh, friend of the show, Carolyn, has been visiting yes. for a couple of weeks between Greece and Chicago. We've been playing some Red Dead Redemption 2. Nice. It's a super clunky game, but you have fun failing at the clunkiness of it. So it's... All I ever hear is people talk about, talking about how great it is. Now that I know it's clunky, I'm like... Clunky as shit. I just finished God of War. God of War's got a masterpiece, and I don't think uh, Red Dead Redemption holds a candle to it, except that people played it nine years ago and now lionize it as some sort of nostalgic thing. So mm, it's fine, it's yes. good, but it's like the thing everyone played in college, and now we're adults and we want to play the sequel. God of War is like an actual like piece of art. Eh, IMO. I don't know. Video games is mostly what it's been about. That and enjoying hearty winter stews from a friend, oh. a friend of the show slash my wife and her own person, Amy. Yeah, I gotta uh, have some of that hearty winter stew. It was Heartyful. It's legit. So that's been my life. Video games, Stu, uh, waking up at 3 p.m. <laughs> uh, good good season. Good season Great. over here. Oh my God. I have check-in. Friend of the show, your wife and her own person, Amy, <laughs> took me to a spa. That's right. Oh, my God. Um, there was a room. There's so many rooms. There's so many rooms. There's. I've been there once. Yeah, it's a spa in Santana Row. And now, if you don't know Santana Row, you probably don't live in San Jose, but let me explain Santana Row. So, have you heard of San Jose? We're very rich as a city. Very bougie in many ways. This is the bouge epicenter. Right. This is the bouge center. <laughs> it's sufficiently far away from downtown without public transportation that's reasonable to keep the riffraff out. So, it's yeah. like, it's a little, it's a little rich colony, like, 12 miles west of downtown. There's like a Gucci store. I want to say an Armani exchange. Oh yeah, it's every, there's a Tesla shop. Like it's everything. It's it's a it's, there's yeah. an Amazon brick and mortar. Yeah. Which doesn't make sense, but they're like fuck it, we'll try it in the most expensive place in San yeah, Jose. As know? as Amy pointed out to me, it basically just looked like an airport store. <laughs> it's a duty-free Amazon. Mhm. <laughs> Anyways, oh my god, there's a room for warm mist. There's a room for cool mist. There's Ooh. a room for dry heat wow uh, uh i didn't was... try all the rooms oh my god there's so many rooms cody and the best part was the massage part where basically they did what i've always wanted to have done to me where someone just like stretches out my body and like <laughs> like a piece of clay yes like a place like, like silly dough just like get all this shit must like i feel i feel like i'm taller <laughs> like i tried to sleep the way i normally sleep last night where i'm like oh like in a ball <laughs> shivering then, into the fetal position yeah, yeah. like normal then my people. muscles like no you just fixed us like i <laughs> felt one of them twitch i was like mm, good point and i slept on my back like i should always be doing i i only sleep on my back when i'm passing out which <laughs> leave me there i'll be okay <laughs> also i heard some i heard some gossip cody <laughs> gossip that you've actually been productive during your break well asterisks depends on what you mean i've been productive at Video game projects. Is that productive? I am. I've been collaborating with people from the Poland and Vancouver about playing video games cooperatively. Is that count? So, yeah. So what does that mean? You play at the same time? Yeah. We're, we're doing... Um, It's a paid hard mode of the game, and mm. you get seven wins or three losses. And so you go as long as you can, 
And so it's interesting for people to watch because no one can play it as much as they want to. And so you want to see people who are better than you play it because you hope to learn something to play it longer and better. Yeah. And your rewards go up as you play it longer. So I like to find people who are better at me and then essentially trick them into enjoying time with me so that they can teach me slash make me better at it. Interesting. I don't know. It's... it's uh, it, like we got cameras on both sides. Like I, I was able to like feed everyone's video in, so I can make like a combo stream that's both people's stream. That's nice. We got people. It's it's been a rough Twitch season. Do you ever for me. worry that someone's going to listen to this show and realize how much you systematize personal interactions? <laughs> I I think that's very out in the open with uh, oh, Twitch. Good good point. I don't know. Uh, it's it, men it's are been crazy. Fun. Straight dudes are crazy, y'all. <laughs> if you've never spent an extended amount of time with one, let me tell you, <laughs> this shit's nuts. Yeah. Not that I've shaved you. That sounds great. That's about right. I mean, I, I feel like it's, my numbers have collapsed in the last month. Or not the last month, the last week. Oh, yeah. Um, but that's okay. It was kind of a perfect storm where so, I, I was playing in a void mm, uh, because... When you started, everyone else was playing this big game, this other game. It, just in the last month, everyone switched over to a different game, Artifact. Mm. And everyone thought that was a new hotness. And then also it was the tail end of content for our game. Oh. So there was like not a lot of people on, not a lot of people playing things, and then I raked in all those big numbers. I got, um, I got my partner uh, application uh, not approved, but like I can apply, mm. which is a hard thing to get. Yeah, um, but I'm far away from succeeding in that application because I've known enough people that got rejected who are mm. above me. Yeah. Um, now that other game collapsed, of course it did. All those people came back, of course they did. And now new content's out for this game, so everyone's back for that reason. So now the the, the big sharks are home, and mm-hmm. now I'm now on a little minnow again. But uh, I've been collaborating more and having fun, so I'm back. Uh, expectations recalibrated. That's you know the rocket lost some steam. There's We're doing highs okay. and lows. At the end of the day, if you can come home and join and play a children's card game for. 20 to 75 other people you you feel like you feel like a god <laughs> no one no one in pennsylvania 1892 was able to do that shit and we watch castlevania so we know oh i said pennsylvania oh you said pennsylvania <laughs> i don't know I, no, they weren't they weren't uh scranton yeah scranton laid off at the factory and now yeah. he's gotta fight that the holy water factory he's gotta Probably the yeah. demons from Delaware that come from the east. Uh, that got picked up for season two, and I'm like, what? Like another two episodes that like don't go anywhere. Oh, Castlevania. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we should watch it. I hear it's good. I, it's like I hear people say it's good, but it's also people who thought it was good because it's Castlevania, but this time animated. It's just good to see your your fun shit animated. But yeah. that's basically it. The yeah. Final Fantasy VII movie was good to see it, but come yeah, on, come on. You're not showing that to your mom. You're not showing. <laughs> I'd show Agarets go to my mom. Oh my god, I'd show so much Agarets go to my mom. Right? I feel like I'd show both of the movies we watched tonight to my mom. The first one was very good. It, yes. it was well done. Okay, so are we going to start there? Let's start there. Uh, we watched two Kurisumasu movies. Number one was Agarets go. Wait, no. Well, the number one we planned on was Agarets go. The first one we actually watched in time of how things actually happened. Yeah, it was, was Tokyo Godfathers. M- magical girl time loop situation. No. The, yeah. <laughs> in linear time, we watched Tokyo Godfathers. Yes. Um now this is a movie by Satoshi Khan. He did Perfect Blue and Paranoia Agent. Mm-hmm. This one's like much more grounded and just like a kind of quote unquote grounded real life story yeah, drama it's just a of movie. Yeah. About it, life. It's it it's a little funny. It's mostly a drama. It's some real, uh, real bicycle thief ass shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 
I feel like if this was done in live action in Hollywood, like this would be considered a really good movie. But no one's ever heard of it because it's an anime, right? Yes. No, if this was live action, everyone would be up for Oscar noms. Right. Yeah. It's just oh, a sort of God. like of coincidences and people doing good but in bad situations. Like it's it's perfect like for that, right? Yeah. Oh, God. But at the same time, I watched this and I was like, this is not as good as people made it seem like. And that not a lot happens in the character. No. I, don't, I don't know what to say. It's not super exciting. No. And it's not super like super, super sad. Mm. But it is just like a well-done tale of a series of events on it's Christmas. It's like a short story. Three... Yeah, it's a novella kind yes. of thing, right? So for what that is, I feel like not every anime we watch gets to this level. No. Um, but it isn't like I'm not banging down doors and saying, you must watch this movie. It changed my life, right? Yeah, yeah. It's exactly. just kind of a, a sweet tale of Christmas happenings. It's kind of nice. Just kind of nice. Let's talk about this kind of nice movie. Um, it's about three homeless people. And they find a baby. Now, who are these homeless people? Well, we have Gene. He's an old guy with a beard. Oh, it's not Jin? Like uh, Gin Rummy? <laughs> no. I guess okay. it's probably Gene. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Gene. Also known as, um, not Gramps. What did what did she call him? Grizzly? No. Oh, maybe. Geezer? Oh, yeah, Geezer. Ge- He's an old guy with a baseball cap and a beard. I don't know, not much to say. Like, we're going to find out more about him. His seemingly origin story was that he was a, a bike racer and he threw a game, but to uh, got involved with shady people, among, yeah. uh, the Yakuza of sorts, and then yeah. abandoned his family and his kid. Or no, he said that they died. Die, they died. We later learned that that's not the case, that actually he had right. gambling and drinking issues and left his family. Yeah. Now, his original story, he was just like, I threw the race and I went into debt. My wife and child died. Yeah. Moving on. And we both like raised our hands like, what? what was it? it? And I, I haven't seen it yet, but it felt like, and I know initial D doesn't go there, but it was kind of like a race between men. The consequences lie on a woman. You yeah. know, that's what it felt like. And I was like, I think I'm just going to accept this because it's anime. And then of course not. Like this was his yeah. bullshit story. So it did actually was well motivated and made sense. But at the time I'm like, I think I'm just going to let this pass as like anime bullshit. Yeah. And that's on me, but okay. Okay, so then there's two other people. There's Miyuki. She's a teenager who ran away from... She's that young? Yeah. Damn, yeah, it's hard oh, to yeah. tell. She got a big-ass hat. Big-ass hat. <laughs> she ran away from home. Her dad's a policeman. Her mom is very religious. Mm-hmm. And she ran away home from home because she stabbed her father. Is that one what happened? Uh, she stabbed her father because she thought he killed her cat. Honestly, That's right. Reasonable. Her cat had was a uh, had a black coat, but had little white patch on the shoulder blades, and she called it Angel. Yeah, it was adorable. It was adorable. Aww. And then the third character is Hana, also known as Uncle Bags. This is a trans woman dealt with in certain ways. Uh, Progressive for Japan, I believe, is how you explain it. Yeah, uh, like. <laughs> Progressive for Japan in 2003, which yeah. is when this came out. Yeah, like, here's the thing. The way they they refer to her as a homo and a F-slur. Self-described, even, yeah. Yeah, self-described and F and F-slur. Um, and it's one of those things where I didn't catch all the words in Japanese they said. Oh, uh, this but is a translation, yeah. Yeah, it's also, like, people... So it's people choosing to use certain words in Japanese, but then it's people choosing to use certain yeah. words in the translation. So it's hard to necessarily tell i think you can tell by the tone of voice in right. certain sometimes people said it like how uh that they are being demeaning towards her yeah but um yeah it's 
it didn't really get into a lot of gender identity stuff with her. No. But it did make it very clear that this is a trans person who sees himself as a woman. Yeah. And they wanted to be when they, they lamented like they wouldn't be able to have a baby. Not, yeah. And then as the circumstances would unfold, there's a baby. There's a baby. Character they number four. They find a baby. They find it in the trash. They name it Kyoko uh, um, because it is very, it's pure and it is nighttime. <laughs> it's something. I mean, I'm named after a town in Wyoming, so that sounds great as far as... Wait, really? <laughs> well, it's Cody, Wyoming. I'm not named after it, but that's as far oh, as... Oh, okay. I would believe Cody it. Mean, Cody means cushion in, in Greek. Yeah, that's you know, right. Or whatever, so. Cody. Code. Cody is like, this guy is a real computer nerd piece of shit. He's <laughs> Cody. I don't know why you went there and used that language. We might as okay. well call him QA testery. <laughs> Oh, code. Okay. <laughs> hey, advanced solutions <laughs> This is different job titles you can have in the Bay Area. I suppose. None of which I have. Uh, hey. <laughs> the, fuck, tell, the fuck do you do? Hey, nvidia E. <laughs> cut, cut. I've been very coy about that on Twitch, and I think everyone's figured it out. Yeah. It's like, I make GPUs, and then you can see what computer I have below. You do the math. Yeah. What do you think about a rival computer part? No. Right? <laughs> the doy. <laughs> oh man, how's how's your how are the Bitcoin machines coming? Uh it's a disaster. Our company stock got cut in half in the last three months. Oh really? Yeah, because the party's over with Bitcoin. Mm. And so they had bought all of a very specific part mm. to do Bitcoins and Bitcoin related things. And so we made a, ma- lot, more. a lot more of them. And then they stopped. And now we have all this shit sitting around a warehouse and no one wants to buy. Mm. And now we can't sell our new stuff because there's all this old supply. Uh. And now our stock has got cut down. <laughs> like, that's the manufacturing side of the company I don't usually know or see about. Uh, but the point is, Bitcoin inflated the value of the company for the last few years. And now there's been a massive correction, which is correct. Yeah. But it's been like, oh, Interesting. okay. <laughs> Interesting. I guess we're all half a person today. Because of a number on the stock ticker. (laughs) And capitalism's stupid. That's what I'm saying. And Bitcoin doesn't help. Bitcoin does not help. Did you see the videos of uh, Elon Musk's tube under LA? Apparently it's for one car at a time. I thought he was going to make a subway. He's making a Tesla tunnel. He's making a tube for Teslas? You you put your car in an elevator. You go down, you know, 75 feet. And then you drive 100 miles an hour under LA. And you come up on an elevator on the other side. Now... That gets one person across L.A. really fast. But what kind of person is going to go across L.A.? A really rich person that has a Tesla. You know, you could have made a subway that would have serviced everyone. Instead, he made a Tesla tube. Audience, the face I'm making right now. What the fuck? I see, that, I see that Amy did not shout at you about this yesterday at the spot. She told me that she got you to dislike Elon Musk, but she didn't I've always how. had very uh, mixed and real feelings with Elon Musk. Amy's more negative than I am, but I'm not not negative. Yeah. I just... You're just I, hoping for, for some kind of public transportation. Exactly. Is I'm an idealist. I mean, yeah. All billionaires should be murdered, but... Once in a while, a billionaire will do They'll something, do something that was that's helpful. Good. Right. And I was hoping this would be the one no, thing he accidentally he's such does. such a fucking tool. Or maybe the space thing. He's doing so many things. I figured one of them has to accidentally no, be good. No. <laughs> no. His parents own slaves. It's not going to happen. <laughs> so did ours in the spirit of 
America. I mean, not my mom's side of the family. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I don't know about my dad's, but... I guess my well, half my family is Swiss, so they were just Nazi apologists. So, <laughs> no big deal. I'm just saying this. God damn it. I wanted to come home for the holidays. <laughs> Anyways. They find a baby. They find a baby, and they don't name it Elon Musk, because that guy's a bitch. <laughs> they find a baby. It's named, they name it Kyoko. First, Hana wants to take care of it, be its mom, and they're like, let's take it to the goddamn police officers. We need to take it to the goddamn police officers. And then she's like, no. And they're like, okay, fine. And they take it home. And they have a, for a homeless, pretty nice uh, little setup there. They have yeah. like a little nice shack. Better than the people across the street here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Every time I walk by, they like they had a nice setup there, too. And then they recently got all their shit wrecked. Yeah. Every like two months, we wreck all the shit of the homeless people around here because we're like, look, it's rents three thousand dollars a month, and uh, you, you too, bitch. You're I not guess. allowed to live outside. I guess. I guess so. There's so- a lot of it. Anyways, did we get <laughs> some of that in this movie? Uh, yeah. Abuse of the homeless. Yep. Yes. Uh, oh my god. It's so cold too. Like that's another thing. Like I came from Wisconsin, and like I'm used to seeing like homeless people bundled up and being like, oh fuck. Coming to California, like there's a reason. It's attractive is because it's it doesn't get that cold. Yeah, you can live right, and then it's like Japan's like no, like you will freeze to death you can freeze if you to don't death. like start Absolutely. a fire. You mm-hmm. know, like you can't just bundle up and sleep. Like yeah. you'll be done gone. And um, that's, I feel like that's a way that a lot of like northern and northern midwestern towns like avoid the consequence of mass homeless is that they essentially have turnover year after year because yeah. it's like in milwaukee like 100 people will die yeah and that's 100 people you know i'm next year right and it's like in california it's like no like well at least they live yeah but it's like now when my midwestern relatives come to visit they just complain about how many homeless people there are i'm like well we don't kill them every year yeah they still die it's awful but like come on like can we be real like it's it's there's two three feet of snow like it's yeah guess what guess which state is actually putting forward money (laughs) to take care of the population right right and now you're like look your policies lead to meet more homeless people it's like no we just lead to like not like executing them yeah (laughs) jerks so sorry that's my family issue that i'm not spending my family with christmas nest event at them yeah (laughs) i'm doing it publicly (laughs) oh my god sorry wait that's what you gotta do. Listen, we're gonna when we get to I gotta let's go. We're gonna talk about public. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, then they decide. Okay, we're gonna find this parent, this child's mother, give it back, and Hannah wants to ask why she abandoned the child. Yeah. And we all learn they both. Everyone kind of has their little backstory moment. Yeah. This is around when we learned that uh, Gein used to be a racer. A lie. Liars. Um, and then Hannah reveals that she. Never knew a real mother went through the foster system. Yep, doesn't want that. Not for the baby. Mm-mm-mm. Japan's really weird. I feel like there's a lot of like an orphan problem in Japan. People don't want to adopt orphans there as much. Uh, I mean, I feel is like- it a lot of like the direct family? Well, but at the same time, it's like family's so important. But you also hear about like. I'm adopting a son at 33 because my son's a shit and can't run the business. Like, is that overlap or is that just um, a rich people thing? So adopting son at 33, usually when that happens, it's because something with like a marriage and they have a daughter and they're marrying, the daughter's marrying a, another dude. So but he becomes dude, the heir. Yeah, he like they end right. up adopting that dude. Gotcha. Yeah, kind of a pseudo arranged situation. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, it's one of those things. Like family is very important, but then also the backside of that is that there's less adoption. Like if your society is concerned with your blood type, adoption seems really like a stretch, right? Yeah. Like, now you're really putting value into like the yeah. molecules moving around your body. And I don't want to like 
I always, whenever I talk about, like, plagues in Japanese society, I don't know if to call it that, but I think it's a similar thing here where people, mm-hmm. even here, people are like, oh, you're going to adopt, but... Uh, it's going to be a crack baby. Yeah. It's going to be a crack baby, or it won't be your baby. It's like, well, okay, go fuck yourself. Yeah, absolutely. It's easy to throw shade at them, and it's the similar bullshit happening yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but just for context of, of what the character is coming from with right. the whole foster system thing. Absolutely. Not every child in the foster system gets to be childish Gambino. <laughs> <laughs> we say this as we are currently... Forced fostering a bunch of children, uh, migrants, uh, are coming across the border. So, oh my god, it wasn't Japan crazy in 2003? Yeah, oh <laughs> Not my like god, like America in 2018. Oh my god, um, so okay, so the, the big thing that sparks a lot of events is that they find a dude trapped under a car. Yes, the first of many happenstance that lead to the Christmas many, New Year's miracle. And I mean, I feel like again, we said this was like a short story, it's kind of like those things, why like you just have a goal. And on your goal, crazy things happen, and they help you out. Yeah. I feel like a Christmas story is the time to do that. Yes. Why not? I feel like it's also Christmassy, and it's a very much a tale of you do a good thing to help a person, and you get a good thing back. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's, the, it's, the, it's the karma morality that everyone wants to believe is true, and it's absolutely stupid. Yeah. <laughs> so this dude's trapped under a car. Uh, they push the car off from him. And his story was the car sucked and he had to get out and like look at the trunk, let's say. And then uh, the brakes were something with the brakes because it was yeah. snowy. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Brakes were frozen or something. Yeah. Then some hysterical woman and a child ran into the car. No, it was a dog. I, I it was a child sized were... dog. Oh, there we go. What the fuck? A hard dude? time. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Okay, so they, somebody hits the car. Yeah, and it falls on him, and he's just like... He didn't put the parking brake on. Didn't put the parking now, brakes on. Now, I was raised to never use the parking brake. Mm, mistake. And every time you drive my car, I turn it on to see this light I've never seen before that <laughs> says, Courtney was here. But it really says parking brake. <laughs> uh, I even got points off on my driver's ed test for not putting on the parking <laughs> brake in an obvious parking brake situation, and it wasn't enough points to fail me, and so I didn't learn. <laughs> and now I'm 33. I still never use parking. I, I use it when it's an obvious, crazy incline. If I'm like going to the fucking like Peninsula Hills, yeah, yeah, putting on the parking brake. But like every time you, you you use it like a real person should, which is when you park all the time. Yeah, it's a parking brake. Yeah, but yeah. So that's my story. <laughs> you, I mean, here's the thing: if even if you end up like this dude, as we saw, the dude didn't die because his fat tummy was like keeping it from falling down. Uh, yeah. It probably just fall past you. It would roll past you like a train, yeah, and then you chase it down the street, and it probably collide. So, yeah, uh, who's to say what the worst scenario was? But he was he the, the thing that he was thankful for is he was on his way to his daughter's wedding. Yes, and they saved him. He was in tux. Yes, and he's connected. I have so many questions about that. First of all, I mentioned his stomach and kind of his arms were the thing that was keeping it from falling down. You really did fat shame him, yes. Yeah, I did. <laughs> um, but that look. That's the thing you can put. You can put negative connotations in that word if, if you want. You can't drive a car over this guy. No, you can't. That's what I'm trying to say. But but what more I was getting to was that's got to cause internal bruising, right? Oh yeah, yeah, perhaps. And the very least, you're gonna get the car dirt on your shirt. Car dirt on your shirt. Car dirt on your shirt. Road it's dirt your on the back wedding. of your shirt. I, I believe even if you were terminally ill, I mean, it's not too, too real. Uh, my dad held a terminal illness from all of us to get through my wedding, wow. and then told us afterwards. Wow. 
and was like, I don't want to talk about it right now. I don't want to make this a big thing. I want to get through my fucking firstborn child's wedding wow. without everyone I know making a thing every time I asked them. And I understand mm. that, right? Yeah. Then you tell your family afterwards. Like, my mom knew, but that was it. But it was like, he couldn't walk very well, and he just kind of, like, tried to, like, let it slide, and it worked. But it's like, I can't imagine. Like, this is a person that doesn't want to talk about that with anyone. And it's like, here's a room of 300 people that know you really well for your whole life, and they're all going to, like, cry if you tell them this, right? Yeah. And that would be your kid's wedding. And that's how the kid would remember the wedding. That's how yeah. you'd remember the wedding. So it's like, yeah... You suck it up for your fucking one kid's fucking wedding, But do you right? really think that? Do you? I mean, I think he could have told me, but I get yeah. not wanting to tell aunts and I, uncles. I, and yeah, I get else. not wanting to tell There was else. still several years after that of like the, the, the rollout from that. But yeah. I get when it's like, this is, you only get one wedding for your each kid. Yeah. At best. Right. And so you don't want to in this guy. I, I don't know. I, I don't, there wasn't that much connection to this story, but like, I get it. It's just like, get, get the wedding done. Just get it yeah, done. Yeah, yeah. You know? Then deal with anything else. Uh, yeah, it, it's kind of. Uh, I at least understand that. <laughs> wow. Anyway, this is a mob mob guy. This is a yakuza associate. Oh yes. It was the his daughter was marrying a big deal person that has a connection to Geezer, right? Yes. It was the person he owed money to, or at least part of the the, the guy who he. He said had some scheme that fucked him over, but yeah, it turns out he just owed money to. Right. And he actually doesn't even blame him because he's like, I'm the one that ran up the debt. But regardless, yeah. you know, it's you did black market money. Like, it's, yeah. it's that whole thing, right? Yeah. And he's about to go ham on this guy, and Hunter tries to stop him. But turns out that's not an issue because <laughs> some waitress lady shoots the, the guy. Saboteur. Saboteur tries to shoot the father, ends up shooting to be husband groom mm-hmm. kidnaps Miyuki and the child yeah and then takes off wig it's revealed to be a spanish man who speaks spanish at her yeah it's presumably a, a, a mexican or south american man do they say latin american did they yeah yeah well he's dark, darker skin spanish yeah. speaking right i don't know what kind of we haven't been introduced to spanish uh, speaking people in Japan in an anime before. So I don't know if that's like a thing no, or if a, that's a... It's a thing. It's funny because she was freaking out and he's speaking Spanish and the best she can do is just say... Thank, thank you very you, much. Thank you very much in English, right? Yeah. And they do have a weak... They both speak a weak amount of English. So that is like their common language. But it was just funny that she's like, foreign language, uh, well, thank you very much. <laughs> he, he then like takes her to his place yeah. where there is... His girlfriend or something? Madre? Yeah. Oh, his mom? I would assume. I could be wrong. Yeah. There was a child. Yeah, there, there was, was a, a mother. Chi- there was a mother and child there. Yeah. I forget what the relationship to him was. She has a baby. They have a baby. There's a mom that has a yeah. house and knows how to take they care get, of a baby. They get leche, as he puts it. Yeah. It's a... The line was... She was breastfeeding both babies, and the line on the screen was, big breasts, dot, 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 cool. Oh, pie suge. <laughs> it was just like... Is that not anime, like, yeah. in a nutshell? But then they, they bond, essentially, mm-hmm. over taking care of children and family. And this and... we find out that her father was a cop mm-hmm. and that he, that she stabbed him. Yeah, yeah. She has some sort of nightmare where we kind of relive the experience. Yeah, over the cat. And it sounds like there are some uh, um, not getting attention issues in there, too. Yeah. Oh, there's a lot of things going on, and it did make me think, like, Still a, a lot for a stabbing. Yeah, the stabbing seems like a freak out situation. It that... seems like you need to be. Well, here's the thing: people don't deal with mental illness very well all over right. the world. Japan, one the least of all. 
it doesn't seem well motivated, but it definitely seems like something wasn't being addressed that led to it. Yeah. I mean, we it doesn't talk about mental illness in the movie, but if someone did that in real life, you'd be like, oh, they probably had some kind of chemical imbalance. Also, um, just statistically amongst uh, homeless people, it's mostly just mentally ill people who didn't have a support system, right? Yeah. If you had the support system, you wouldn't be homeless, right? That's, yeah. That's all homeless people, and mentally ill people are even more likely to not be, get that support from the people around yeah. them. Anywho, so they kind of bond a little bit. Um, and then the what what what's her name uh, finds them. They're, they're trying to track them down because uh, the baby's gone. Uh, Hannah, gone. yeah, finds them. Oh, at this time, Gein has kind of like wandered off. Found found an even older geezer. Yes, who looks. Oh, I thought it was gonna literally be him from the future. I thought it was Santa Claus, but <laughs> either way. Anyways, he's about to die. Yeah, and he gives him some lottery tickets, and he. Kind of give some wisdom that I forget what it was. Nah. Um, but anyways, afterwards, Gein and the already dead homeless guy get attacked by teenagers. They said they're cleaning New Year's cleaning, and they're just beating the shit out of homeless people. Yeah. Now I hope this isn't a cultural phenomenon, but I also understand that five drunk twenty-something boys or teenagers do some bullshit. Do like some this. bullshit. So this seems like this is what that was. Okay. So the next thing is the baby Hana and uh, uh, Miyuki. Mm-hmm. go to uh, Hana's former uh, kind of drag club or um, whatever you yeah, want to call it. Yeah, just like a, um, kind of like a host club, but it seemed like it was for trans women, drag queens. Something in that realm, right? Yeah. Like they, it was very like like lounge singer, but a, yeah. a woman. And um, and we kind of got the, the tale of how they got ostracized, right? Yeah. Was that they were singing and there was a drunk patron and they like flipped out. And yeah, but then it sounds like she left on her own because of the shame. Right. Right, and the, the 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 whatever den mother the person running it, the establishment was really so happy to come see back. them. Yeah, and the, they never really wanted to kick them out, right? And so it was kind yeah. of a cultural misunderstanding and social pressure, or whatever. And it was kind of like, why'd you? So they they find uh, refuge there. They find Guinness there, right, being yeah. nursed back to health because he's beaten the fuck out of yeah. him, like a nearby alley. <laughs> That's kind of a, there's a lot of coincidences in this, yeah. but I, I think uh, uh, for a Christmas story, it's it's supposed to be a series of coincidences. Exactly, it's, it's a gift and the magi kind of gra- garbage, right? So this is awesome. Oh, they find the home because they had found a locker yeah. with a picture of where the um what they they're thought. sleuthing. Yeah, they they had done some sleuthing. They were able to find a picture of the baby's parents and where they lived. They found that place. It was burned. They found out that the mother had been like abused by the guy who was like drinking and gambling. At some point, um, <laughs> Hana collapses, and they take him to the hospital. Her, yeah, the hospital, they right? they realize Hana is dying of something. They don't say what. There's a lot of blood on the ground. They did presumably mention, coughing. They did mention um, Hana having a boyfriend previously named Ken. Fucking Ken's man. Ken's uh, no reuse, all Ken's. <laughs> But they mentioned Ken's possibly dying of AIDS. Yeah, as that was going on. And it wasn't confirmed or denied, but it might be that. It is implied, probably, yeah. I don't know if coughing blood... I My I only... Know. Okay, I'm going to be really... The only time I really like learned about what the symptoms of AIDS looks like IRL was from Ring Angels in America, but it made it sound like because your uh, immune system is down, basically there's a lot of pooping. <laughs> Makes sense. I was like, damn... Okay, I mean, it's not I the AIDS it. that gets you. It's whatever you got because the, yeah. your body couldn't fight it off. Exactly. So it could be literally anything, Could right? be anything. Um, at least that's my understanding based on um, mid-90s episodes of ER. <laughs> okay. Uh, so they go to the hospital. Uh, they don't have insurance. Yeah. Even in Japan. I don't know what their insurance NHS system's like. 
apparently, uh, if you don't have insurance, you owe them 300 bucks or 30,000 yen, yeah. uh, which is all the money that Geezer saved up. Uh, to give to his daughter. his daughter. Who, turns out, is to be a nurse. nurse at the hospital. Yes. And turns out she's marrying a doctor who helped them. Yeah. And then Gein gets her like phone number and they reconnect. Yeah. Anyways, Hana runs off. It's clear... She, like, makes a big scene about him having lied to her, but it's clear. It's now revealed that he just was at the tracks gambling with his family's yeah. money and then abandoned them when it failed. Yeah. And so both Hana was mad about it, but also Hana was like, by laying it all out in front of him and his daughter, him and his daughter will have a real connection, and that's what love is or something. Yeah. And it tells a tale of the red devil and the blue devil. I don't know oh, if this, yeah, this the, is a Japanese children's uh, tale. Is this a real thing? Yeah, so they don't usually call it devil. They usually call it, like, oni. Oni, I was going to say, yeah. Um, Yeah, red devil wants to be friends with the villagers. Blue devil is very smart and, like, figures out a way to help him. And that's by attacking the villagers, and then the red devil can save them. And then the red devil gets to be friends with the villagers. But the blue devil, oh, the blue devil, no. The blue devil has to go away so his friends lie can be real. This feels like... A heavier weight and more complicated tale than, say, Aesop's fables. Yeah. Shit that we, you know, like the the, the rabbit and the hare, or the rabbit and the hare. I don't know who would win between the rabbit and the hare. The tortoise and the hare. Yeah. You know, like that kind of shit, where it's like, don't don't be arrogant. That's our tale. Yeah. This one's like, you do something mischievous, but you lose a friendship, right? Yeah. Like, that's you more do of something a real to, thing. Well, I mean, it's not... I thought it's, do you do something to help your friend, but it might hurt you, but you still love your friend. Right. Yeah, yeah, but there's there's more complicated feelings and yeah. variables there than uh, the boy who cried wolf. Yeah, don't fucking lie, bitch, because we ain't going to help you. We have real basic morality in the West. In we really ways. do. It's all just golden rule shit, right? And it's not yeah. about like friendships and interconnectivity and stuff. Oni. Oni uh, reminds me of... Um, Oni Mucha. There's a new Street Fighter character this week. Oh. And it's... Uh, so there, there's Ryu. Right, okay. main character, and then there's Akuma, which is like the the de- the evil evil Ryu, right? Mm-hmm. And then of them, there's sub personalities. There's uh, Ryu, there's always the, the the shadow spirit inside of Ryu, which gives him his power, but is also evil. And so when Ryu is consumed by that, he becomes quote unquote evil Ryu, which mm-hmm. is not a big deal. But that's a second character, right? And then uh, uh, there's a new character, which is one step further, which is the demon was expelled from ryu mm-hmm. so he's no longer consuming him so ryu is good but now it's called kage which i understand means shadow, shadow. yes right so the new character is called kage and it's ryu with horns and, and devil teeth ah. uh, and it, it looks a lot like akuma akuma on the other side of the fence is an evil character he's been consumed but his shadow form expelled from him was oni so we have Akuma and Oni on one side of the fence, Ryu kind of in the middle, and then Eva Ryu and now Kage. Wait, was Akuma's relation to Ryu? They, they were, he was just his rival. He was, mm. he was the bad guy. But they both, uh. they were both part of the, the same kind of like. Where does Ken fit into this? Ken is Ken uh, an- Ken's a weeb. He's from America, and he really liked Japanese fighting. And his best buddy met over there was this very serious karate guy named Ryu. Oh. And he's there, but also he's got to raise some kids. You know, he got married. Ken has kids? Ken, Ken's got kids. 
Pe- Why are you shooting on Ken all the time? It sounds like Ken is the real dude. He's he's a real grown up man. He's a family and a wife to take care of. He has a mortgage. He's got he's got a three car garage. Yeah, Ken Ken has got real life to figure out. Ryu is the one on the chosen spiritual path, so he gets the real spiritual bad guy mm. rival, right? And he's the one. He's one punch man, right? He's what out is there. A, the real spiritual road though, the uh, journey of discovery or the journey of being a part of your society. <laughs> The journey to an 800 credit rating. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think in a lot of ways Ken is on the path, but but I just like that because it was it was it was always Ryu and Evil Ryu, and then it was Akuma and Oni. Uh, but now we've gotten the third Ryu, which is the full transformation, which wow. is Kage, which was wow. this week, right? Or Cage. And there's been a lot of Nick Cage memes uh, because it's just K A G E, but mm-hmm. it's Kage, right? It's not Cage. There's not Cage. you can't say that, right? Yeah, it's Kage. So. I don't know. Pretty sick. Street Fighter lore. You gave me a wonderful gift of oh, a, yes! a Chun-Li in alternate color. That her secondary color uh, traditional dress. Um, um, what is it called? Pop ca- pop Team Epic? No. Funko? Funko Pop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, so thank you. I, I usually just like the way Funko Pops look, but for the um, for like a really, really distinctive character like Chun-Li, it doesn't look bad. It doesn't. Yeah, you lose all the details in the face, yeah. which is unfortunate, but the whole costume is there, and it is a very yeah, nice yeah. and detailed and fun. When they try to Funko Pop like the Game of Thrones people, it's like, who the fuck am I looking Right. At? When they're real people, it's like all we know is their face. So when you yeah. lose that, it's like, well, fuck. Uh, but when their costumes are very distinctive, like they still do a good job on the body. It's just mm-hmm. kind of smaller and less. Um, anyway, they find the mom eventually. They find yeah, uh, they're, they're they're still on the journey to find where the parents are, and yeah. they're walking over a bridge. And in the background, someone's walking up on our bridge, trying to kill herself. Classic Japan. <laughs> Weep wop. I feel like this is not the first time it happened in the movie, but what? I feel like we already had someone else try to kill himself in this movie. Probably. Um, I feel like it's one of those movies that's like. It's just constantly happening in the background. Yeah, I could. Say, I mean, it's about homeless people right. in the dead of winter, right? In yeah, the holiday season, right? Yeah. Of course, it was happening everywhere, right? Yeah, exactly. Um. Anyways, they stop her and then find out that the baby used to belong to her. They give her back and like say, "Take it, care of that thing. baby." In the meantime, Gein, there's 15 le- minutes left in this movie. Whoa, what's gonna happen? Oh. Uh, I hope maybe they'll go on a pirate ship. Let's see. No, that doesn't happen. Um. <laughs> Gein finds out from he goes to he where he finds uh, baby and daddy. Yeah, the the husband of the mom. I'll, we'll explain because the dad explains that yeah, that's not her kid. He lives in trash. Yeah, he he also lives in a trash apartment. There's a lot of people who live in who live in trash here. He he lives like 27 year old Evangelion pilot's instructor. Yes. Uh, <laughs> or what's her name? Sorry. Not Mitsuru. Mitsuragi. Yeah. There could be a penguin waddling around in there <laughs> complaining about light beer. So he's like, wait a minute, you got the story all wrong. Yeah. She kidnapped that baby. And we it sounds like they're separated right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyways, Gein runs off to find them to tell them not to give the baby to her. I don't know how he would know that they've found the mom. He runs off to find them because he knows that they they have the baby and they're trying yeah. to do this, right? Yeah. And oh no, it's too late. Yeah. And so there's a fun kind of detective sequence where there's crying babies everywhere, but they've spent enough time around this crying baby. They the, know this crying baby. They they got the they got the ringtone down, and they they are able to navigate it to a nearby park where she is attempting to reinterface with this baby poorly, very much uh, not going for that titty. <laughs> and they chase her. I forget how, but up to the roof of a building. And she is over the roof, and the cops are here. The dad is down on the second story of a nearby building. Oh, yeah. And he's like, don't jump. And she's like, 
in a minute, and then she jumps. <laughs> she hears him out, thinks about it, and says, yeah, I'm going to jump. <laughs> it's, it was really like, it was just like, yep, you're a piece of shit. Your argument means nothing. I still want to die and take this baby with me. Yeah. And so there's this, like, she gets grabbed by... Uh, 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 Miyuki? Miyuki. Miyuki gets grabbed by Gein. They all fall down to a second level, but yes. then we, the baby Hana grabs the baby, lands on a ledge, falls off the ledge, grabs a um, runner, a giant... Those giant banners that yeah. are on the sides of buildings. Then a wind, a gust of wind comes yeah. and gets the runner, and then it, as it's coming down, Hana's able to reach the ground safely. It's it, it's a Christmas miracle. It's This is like an 80-foot heavy piece of cloth. Yeah. And if the wind really did push it up, your body weight and a baby doesn't mean anything, right? Yeah. So it, it, it's crazy, but it's not insane. Yeah. Like, physics kind of worked out. And whatever, cut to the next scene, everyone's safe, right? Everyone's in the hospital. They're in the hospital. <laughs> the The real parents of the baby get the baby, they go to thank them. Guess who's also there? Miyuki's dad, the, the inspector. inspector. And he's like, I didn't do shit. You should thank these homeless people. What? What? Uh, and then it ends. So they get reconnected. So kind of Hana doesn't get much out of this. She's reconnected with her host club uh, yeah. member. Whatever daughter gets connected with her dad, the inspector. Uh, the grizzly guy gets connected with his daughter, mm-hmm. the nurse. The baby gets to be where the baby gets to go. Yeah. I Every, And they, the three of them bond more, right? Yeah. It, it's interesting. I was thinking about this. Um, it, before I watched this, actually, me and my friend, who had also traveled to Japan, we talked about how there aren't really a lot of homeless people in Japan. Right. And we were both, oh, yeah, it's because people in Japan feel ashamed for abandoning their family. Right. So there's a lot less, like, just kicking people out. Right. Also, it gets cold, like you said, yeah, so there's yeah. a lot less people living throughout the More year. turnover, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think, on one hand, I feel like the way this frames it is, like, oh, if those people just came back to their family units, they'd be loved and accepted. And on one hand, if you're telling a personal tale of, growth to people on christmas great job on the other hand i feel like it does ignore the reality some people are straight up abandoned by their families yeah yeah this is kind of more of a naive everything good happens to the people that yeah meanwhile but that that is what a christmas story is tend to yeah be, right yeah um the, the realities of living poor kind of are reflected here in the ways they aren't like you just get the ship kicked out of you for yep. no reason no reason and there's nothing you can do about it right like a real person would sue or would file a police report like none of these things are available to you um no. Anyway, it was super well done. It was very well done. I love the animations in the face. They were exaggerated <gasps> yes. in in ways I haven't seen necessarily before and were not super low quality like a lot of animes where they have like two frames when the face is yapping, but rather yeah. like it kind of morphed into like a big kind of clown-esque like overreaction, which yeah. was fun. Yeah, good. Good stuff. Very good. I liked it. it it's a l- fun little movie. Yeah, well crafted. Unless... Less like trippy for trippy's sake, like the last two things we watched from this person. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. Which yeah. were good for what they're doing. But this, yeah. this is not a psychological thriller. But I, I think it also speaks to, um, if I might touch on something that Miyazaki has commented on in certain documentaries about, like, you watch some animes and you're like, wow, the person who made this has no idea how real life people work. Right. Um, I think Satoshi Khan, you look at his movies and it's all like a very down to earth person who's very in touch with yes. other people's psychology. Yes. This is not waifu idealization of women this no. is not superhero people that don't have any like it's selfishness this, this is, is not, real ass people this is not junior high school boy fantasies no all three of these characters did the right thing and did the wrong thing at different times yes. even if the wrong thing was like fucking off and trying to walk away mm-hmm. when it was like i'm just pissed right yeah and that's how real people work right yeah 
Uh, this was great. It was really good. Let's talk about entry number two. I guess go. Oh, let's go. It's it's not season two yet, but they gave us a taste. They gave us a little bit, a, a little, little bit. bit. Oh my god. Um, it's so exciting. Yeah. Netflix Christmas specials are a thing. I you love really all oh of them. Oh my god. Um, have, we haven't talked about one of my favorite Netflix Christmas specials, which was Great British Bake Off Christmas specials. Are you fucking me? What did the is it gingerbread houses? What are you talking about? They didn't do gingerbread houses. Is that not a thing in England? I think it's because mostly it's in the construction and not as much in the. They bake- taste like crap. Yeah, they yeah, taste yeah. like crap. That's cake boss shit. Yeah, okay. I mean they do that on the Food Network. I don't know. I feel like they would have like rear. rear they'd like have to okay, and it has to be two stories tall. <laughs> if they were to make it like up to. It up needs to have two point five baths and uh, right. Yeah, in, in central heating. Yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> okay. So what what was this? So this is all yeah, let's go. Oh no, no, I'm sorry. What was the Great British Break? Oh, it's Christmas just like special? a regular episode, except instead of a whole season, it's just one episode, and they got people from old seasons back. To oh, compete. it's all stars. Yeah, it's like an all stars. Holy shit, that sounds amazing. Yeah, it's great. Um, they had never. I had never been able to find like an All Stars of Great British yeah, Bake Off no. before. Before, and this is the closest. And you know what? I'm happy for it. That seems like a great. Instead of a whole ass season of people, yeah. you know, just like a one shot. Yeah, holiday I spectacular. I love Beautiful. It. Okay, so Egaretsko, kick-ass first season. Amazing. Uh, uh, if you haven't uh, listened to the episode, it's with uh, Tanu back this summer, I think. And now uh, we get, before season two, one episode. It is a direct continuation of the story. It is essentially season two, episode zero. It just happens to take place in Christmas time. Yes. Um, this is right after uh, Haida confesses to Egaretsko. He's, he's in the hospital after raging on a bottle in the street i forget why he got hurt it was some bullshit at the end oh he got like a cold or something oh i thought he hurt himself i forget he's a bass player you know he's just a sad sack (laughs) what do you or whatever you want this is kind of centered around him a little more than than usual and yeah the intro as i'm like grabbing his bass and his he's trying to rebound yeah um and our main character let's go is getting into a new hobby because she jumps two feet in the into the boat on everything she does right yes and that hobby is insta <laughs> they use the real name yes like she has a fake I love windows it. computer like her windows computer has like a bayshore window logo like it like most fun things like you try to you don't you don't want to like call it a brand name unless you have to they literally call it instagram and I had a it. meta joke about how they're not happy with them which makes me think they didn't get permission so i don't know how this rights shit works out they got Netflix know. backing them. Yeah, and like maybe it's different. I mean, do, I people talk about Facebook on shows and stuff. It can't be illegal, but I'm not sure if you can show the branding of it or I don't I don't I don't know the rules. But it was interesting that they literally called it Instagram. It's and Instagram. It was, it was literally real Instagram. Yeah. That was the basis of this whole episode. Yeah. So she's getting Instagram, taking latte art pictures, yeah. and food stuff, and learning how to get good angles. Liking those likes? Yes, getting those likes. Uh, I wish I need to learn how to take good pictures of food stuff because I make I make food stuff sometimes. You do, and I want to be like, look, y'all, y'all like a picture of something that someone just ordered. I made this shit. What this up? Is so but then it's like I don't want to get that angle, babe. I don't. You got to show yourself holding up the plate, but your hands are bleeding, and you're like, by these hands, <laughs> I have crafted this for you. Exactly, Instagram viewer. Anyways, Fenico sees right through this. Mm-hmm. Instagram cop, she Instagram sees it cop, all. Yes. I love that. Internet detective, she's 
totally she she doesn't even do that much herself she just analyzes other people's mm-hmm. instagrams which is i think the best way to interact with social media yeah it's just a real see through the the facade yeah the veil mm-hmm. and seeing what's going on so uh the, the overarching plot is it's just a regular ass episode it's 22 minutes yeah. there's not a lot happening here uh retzko basically doesn't make plans for uh christmas eve and everyone makes a big deal about it and then uh christmas eve is a, it's a couple's night in japan you gotta gotta uh, get that date it's not just a family night stay home do nothing no it's a date night it's a date night interesting yeah so she basically exhausts all of her options and they're not there and then of course longing after her is haida haida and he's um, too embarrassed to ask her out he sees one to take another swing at the plate yeah which to be fair you got rejected but he got rejected. If On he the was other... just hanging out with friends, he could have still been like, let's hang out with friends. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like it, again, well, it's been put out there, but also people invite people to things all the time. So it's a hard thing to do to like get rejected. And then because, you know, he also wants to go out with her, even though she wants to be friends. So yeah. even if you were to ask her out in the guise of friendship, you know, it's kind of disingenuous on this part if he's not really over it. But also, yeah. he could go through the motions honestly and hide that and get over it himself in his own time and, yeah. and also treat her well. Yeah. So, it's complicated. But, of course, that's played up to the extreme because it's an anime and it's all, like, making faces and sweating and not doing the right yeah. thing. Also, Classic sitcom. Anime just has, in general, a weird relationship with unrequited love where it's like, if your love is unrequited, that's even better. Your love is even more good than, like, the love you would get in a real full-on relationship. <laughs> like a quest or something yeah because oh, somehow God. if you're you're putting emotional investment in and not getting anything back then you're you're, you're the hero yeah of the story yeah terrible so I there's not much to say about this episode it's fun all of our favorite characters come back they all do oh our favorite i like the the commenter there's the oban and new year's is good enough for us yeah, what is oban i don't know oban oban is a festival for uh dead people essentially in the summer dia de los muertos dia de los wait the uh, summer yeah they're in the northern hemisphere, right? Yeah, but this is Japan. What the fuck are you talking about? Summer is a north-south thing, right? Summer, it's not near each other. They're just holidays. Oh, I thought... What the fuck? I see. They were saying our big two holidays are, good are enough. New Year's and Oda, and that's good oh, enough. Yeah. I thought they were saying we don't need Christmas. We have New Year's in Japanese Hanukkah. And I no. was like, I've never heard of this Japanese Kwanzaa situation. No. You were just saying these are the big, the tent poles. Yeah. In, in, in winter, New Year's, and in summer, Oda. And they have Golden Week, too, like which you should know about. I, I played Persona. There's exactly. Children's Week. There's Yeah, it's part of Golden Week. Is that what that is? Yeah, there are Children's Day. Like it, there, There's a lot of fun stuff. I, I misread context cues to think this was their winter holidays no. and not that these were like this is no. christmas easter yeah. like this is their big shit you have as me and amy both pointed out you could be going to oban here at the san jose japan town i think i did i went to a japanese festival at a complex in cupertino yeah and saw a traditional dance and ate very sugary that's candies. probably oban yeah it Good was job. i mean i want to say it's in summer but summer is essentially 11 months a year here so i don't know <laughs> on memory if Fair. it was sunny out that's true. in wisconsin that's four months here yeah. it could have been fucking any time so i don't know <laughs> okay so i'm learning that's cool i still got things to learn we're only two years in yeah <laughs> so it's the, she's looking she keeps getting struck out on all of her contacts people at work keep doing the same things the boss gave her extra work that night yeah uh, oh. she, she, she changed to other professional friends they both have dates of course professional oh. power women like that they have dates um, um so she goes home and she 
uh, that night posted an Instagram pic of a lovely evening she's having. It was actually at work. Yes. Haida sees it, freaks Freaks out out. at the bar with Fenico, and Fenico is like, hold hold your shit. Hold your shit. Those are cheap-ass plastic wine glasses and convenience store mackerel. Yeah, and then also zoom in on the reflection of the glass, and then we can see that she's still in her work uniform, Mm -hmm. and Hans and Hans, she's lonely at work and faking it. Oh. So Haida rushes to work. She's already gone. He's sad. Oh. He walks home and sees. Uh oh. It's Agaretsko. I call her Agaretsko. Her name's Retsko. And she, she ran into the power. Both of them had. One of them. Hippo oh, yeah. Her, her got friends. Got, and, she got stood up. And the, the crane or whatever just dumped. Just fucking dumped her day. Yeah. Because, like, this guy's boring and I'm too important. Yeah. Which is, like, super power move. Which was good in yeah. character. Great. And they just want to get fucking uh, ramen or yeah. whatever. Soba. Soba. And so they all do that. And, and Rutsko is very like, mm. but heard about this. They were dreaming of something bigger, but then ended up having a good time. Post yeah. some pictures of that. And then that's how uh, Haida figures out where they are and what they're doing. And then they meet up and that's it. <laughs> and they just walk around. He walks her to the train station, says goodbye. And he's like, all right, I'm not out of the running. Well, we'll see. Right. So he was hoping for more. She's like, you're a good friend. And then that's, that's it's, it's a perfect setup for season two. Yeah. It's a nice little epilogue on season one. It's a Christmas episode. It's not a whole ass movie. Not a lot happens, but it's basically like, don't forget about all your favorite friends in this universe. That's right. And we're all buckled up and ready to go. For, I, it was, it was a little, what did I call it? Aperitif. Like it's a mm-hmm. little like nice taste of season two and keeps you in the running. It, it's not Neo Yokio. It was no Neo Yokio. It's not a full ass movie that you're going to get a huge lot of enjoyment out of. God damn it. Like it's a nice little booster nice. shot. It was great. It was great. I, uh, I'm so happy for I go. What time is it? It's time for. Fan corner, fan corner, the corner of fans. Let's see, likes us this week. I hope it's you. Ooh, fan corner, fan <laughs> corner. What's on SoundCloud, Cody? What's our stats? Is it good? Oh, it's all right. Fine. Top listeners this week, Benjamin Manley, ZNX, ZNX, and Umatken Biljan. Thanks for the listens. I believe we also got... Oh, I forgot to get our fan corner mascot out. That'd be Fanny, the fan corner pair. Rah! Hello! Hi, Fanny. What do you want this Christmas? Rah! I'd just like a bone to gnaw on. Oh, Fanny, your needs are so quaint. You as a bird. Rah! Don't patronize me. Good point, Fanny. Top listening to city outside of the Bay Area is Detroit, Michigan. Ooh! Oh, um, oh God, who trains in Detroit? Uh, that's um one of the places in the U.S. where you get a lot of people, figure skaters, trading there. Oh, friend of the show, Lizzie Nolan's brother lives in Detroit. Oh, did she go visit him? Yeah, she did. That might Urban be a farmer. Ooh. Might be Detroit Rock City, Detroit Chicago number two. That's why I always think of it. <laughs> we it, it's the basis of one of the punches from uh, All Might in. Uh, That's right, Detroit in Boku no Hero Academia. What was it, Detroit punch? I don't know. <laughs> he had a Texas one. He had a Detroit one. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for the listens, to Detroit. Detroit. Yeah, I hope you have a Merry Christmas yes, and a festive half Oban. We love you so much. Goodbye, Jojo. I've been Courtney Magleby. I've been Courtney Robson. Bye. Goodbye, Jojo. Hey, everyone. want to thank you so much for listening. And also, really quickly, want to credit Kevin McLeod for our music, Delightful D. I hope it was delightful, everyone. 
Also, if we're so lucky as to have this on iTunes, please rate and review. I assume you listen to other podcasts, so you should know it helps a lot. And if you don't, it helps a lot. I love you so much.